it's that time of week again. It's time to get soapy with Mr. David Georgeson from Inside Soap Magazine. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Post Eurovision. It's been a busy week in Soapland. It hasn't half. It really hasn't half. It's been, oh, do you know, it's been great. And it's been great for us here at RNIB Connect Radio because um, we've had the launch of our new soap that we're featuring here, the Coal Cloughs. Have you been listening in? I have indeed, yes. yes. It's very good. It is. It's great. Um, what are you making of it so far? Accents, though. <laughs> you what? So I can't get used to those accents, though. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's very strange, actually, having to get used to a whole set of new characters. Um, but it's it's brilliant. It really is so good. And it's going to start it off with a bang. We've got some great characters there. Uh, obviously, the Colclough family, Ray and Rini, uh, are the mum and dad. They've got three kids who are a bit wayward. Um, you've got Cheryl, uh, Wendy and Mark and then we've got the grandmother Connie so they're the kind of main characters alongside this character Bryn who is uh, a friend of Ray's that works at the the it's, it's like a coal pit isn't it a coal, coal mining coal, coal mining, mining yeah, yeah. Uh, seven years ago yeah so um, if you listen in you'll, you might detect it, 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 it does feel very current but it is set in the past it's set a few years ago now so there's a few references there to things like coal mining obviously which don't happen anymore and I liked in um, in, in last night's episode actually um, the youngest son Mark des- I decided to get a mortgage from the building society and he's saving up his 300 pounds a week <laughs> yeah, if right. only we could still do that my life would be so much better i tell you <laughs> oh tell me about it but you know it's funny because um i feel as if in the first week of the soap i mean that says what uh three days in that we've actually heard this will be our fourth episode that that comes up tonight um but i just feel that you know i've kind of got to know the characters pretty quickly you know which isn't always easy when you're you know watching a new program particularly if you can't see but obviously with radio um it has to be a bit more of an impact when you're getting to know soap characters isn't it yeah, absolutely. If you haven't, basically, I think we can sum everyone up um, quite quickly with all this now. So we've basically got Rini trying to keep all the family together. Raymond in hospital following this terrible accident at the coal mine. He's quite badly injured now, so it is going to be very interesting if he survives or not. Mark, obviously, is the youngest son wanting to move out and have his independence, but still looking for his tea on the table every time he comes in, which I thought was quite funny. Um, <laughs> Wendy is the one who is actually, she's out there and she's got a job in a Career and causing lots of trouble. Cheryl is the dark one now. Uh, Cheryl um, is the middle child, and she was getting a bit antsy last night about the fact that her new GP will not continue supplying her with um, antidepressants. And it's, I think we're going to see some fireworks with that one now, and she's not going to take. Um, quite um, kindly to this and also she's got a very troubled home life I think as well she's got a young baby that never seems to stop crying but they keep hinting about this partner of hers I'm not sure if she's married or not but it's uh, it doesn't sound good put it that way and I know the grandmother Connie who seems to dish out a lot of advice and it seems to be a lot of unwanted advice quite frankly so um let's let's see what happens but yeah it started off with it quite very well indeed and we've already had one major incident and lots of uh lots of things that are about to explode later on i imagine 
Well, just a little preview uh, to tonight. I have a funny feeling that Bryn, the character that has um, been the, the cause of this mining accident with Ray and who put Ray in hospital, it wasn't deliberate, but, you know, it's it's been sort of down to him in the first place. I think he's got a little thing for Rini. Mm, well, yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, I, from what Bryn says... Bryn has been to see Raymond in the hospital, of course, and is already dropping major hints about unions and getting people involved in compensation and all this. And I think when people start talking like that, especially when poor Raymond is uh, literally stuck in his bed with a spinal cord injury, it's so very serious. And I think Bryn is only thinking about the cash and what he can get out of this, maybe including Rini as well, who knows? Yes, who knows indeed. Well, listen, tune into the Cold Cloths tonight here on RNIB Connect Radio around about 6.40 uh, to find out what's happening with the latest instalments. Now, let's move on to... Emmerdale, Emmerdale. Now, Back um, to present day, yes. Yes, yes. And, you know, I don't know what to make of this. Last night we saw Rona and Pierce in a field. She was screaming at Paddy, letting her feelings out to, well, an invisible Paddy. And he was letting his feelings be known to um, his dead wife, Tess. And um, they kind of felt a bit silly at the end and, and were laughing. But um, then it ended with them kissing. If she bonkers is that all i that is all i can say first of all let's let's forget the part the, the fact that he's literally just lost his wife only a few weeks ago and is a grieving widower but in the middle of all this of course pierce is acting very very strangely now he seems to be on a one-man mission to find out where kieran is kieran of course is the one who knocked over and killed tess so yes kieran does need to be caught because he's got he has gone on the run and left vanessa halt literally holding the baby but the way he acted with vanessa uh, he was so threatening towards her. And yes, she whether she did or didn't know more than she was letting on about Kieran, you should not act like that to somebody. I know that he's desperate to know the truth, but I'm just worried for Rona now and Vanessa for that matter as well, because I think uh, I think Pierce could have a very sinister side. And we know that when Tess was alive when she was having the affair with Paddy, she hinted at a few problems in her marriage. And I'm just wondering if we're about to find out what those were. Yes, I kind of get that funny feeling too. And obviously, you know, Vanessa has already alluded to the fact that, you know, he has taken over um, oh, Kieran's dad. What do you call him again? Rishi. Rishi. No, um, Rishi. Oh, Rakesh. Rakesh. Sorry, yes. I beg your pardon. Um, Rakesh. Mm-hmm. Now he's taken over Rakesh's job. Um, he's now living with Paddy's wife. Uh, this kind of steaminess is now going on between them. Um, it, it, it feels like a big payback. Like something is just not right here. Yes, absolutely. All the alarm bells should be ringing and Rona should know this. After everything that's happened to her in that village, she should know when something is wrong and she doesn't seem to be understanding this at all. I don't know if she's on some kind of revenge mission against Paddy now and uh, it, that might be kind of a thought going through her head you know, following his affair with Tess, but it's a really, really bad mistake. And she has got Leo, her child to think of as well. And I, I've got a feeling that Marlon, obviously Leo's father, is going to be doing a lot of uh, rescuing and a lot of worrying about what is going on uh, in Rona's life at the moment. Yes. Oh dear, oh dear. It's not good. Not a good state of affairs at all. Listen, I'm glad you said Rishi because I'd forgotten his name as well. But Rishi is trying to find uh, an arranged marriage, a girl 
for his son Jay. Now obviously Jay has uh, been a bit of a rotter to say the least and uh, nobody really wants to go near him with a barge pole because he's just too awful. Um, but also I think in, in their culture they've, they're trying to set up and arrange marriage. I don't think divorcees are, are readily accepted are they? I don't really, it's, it's all a bit strange, this one, because as you say, you know, I don't know why, the, I, this whole arranged marriage thing now is very, very strange indeed, because the Sharma family aren't very traditional in that way. And of course, um, I, I think Jay has always made his own way in his life and arranged marriages have never really been his style before. He's always been the successful businessman, the one who wants to go out and has lots of money to spend on women. And the last couple of years have turned, uh, we've really seen his nasty side now. You could argue that he has been provoked with his child vanishing and all the different things that have happened to him. doesn't excuse any the way he's behaved, especially towards Megan, of course. But uh, it's... Yeah, I, I don't think this is the best solution for Jay, is putting it mildly. And I think he really needs to kind of take a step back, sort his head out first, and then maybe dip his toe back into the dating world on his own terms. And I don't think he needs any help from his father right now. No, I don't think so either. Definitely not. Listen, let's jump over to Coronation Street now. And uh, last night we saw Izzy being arrested uh, because obviously she was supposed to be going to court to see Gary. Um, now, Gary has been uh, arrested and he's up in court because he was trying to score drugs for her, not for recreational use as such, but more for pain relief. Um, but she's obviously quite addicted because she uh, got herself into a spot of bother last night trying to organise some drugs for herself. Now, do you know what can, was so disturbing about this? Izzy is in so much pain. Um, and when this drug dealer came into the house, I just felt, you know, it must be so easy if somebody's offering something stronger, um, you know, to be so taken in. Because when you're consumed by pain, um, all you can think of is, yes, give me anything, anything to stop it. And I've been in that situation myself. It's not the drug situation, but the pain situation. So I felt really sorry for Izzy last night. And I was really glad actually that the police bust in because who knows what he would have sold her she is putting herself in great danger absolutely yeah but she's got to think about the other people around her her child and her family of course and my problem with izzy at the moment is yes i have a huge amount of sympathy for her with the pain and yes it is so difficult when you're in that situation to know what to do for the best and you when you feel that like you can't get through the day of course you're gonna if, if 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 the solution is cannabis then of course you're going to take it i completely understand where she's coming from my problem with izzy at the moment is that she doesn't seem to be in any way consulting with her doctors and and the people who will know how to manage her pain regime and i know that's a very simplistic answer but we she she doesn't seem to be going back to them and saying nothing you're giving me is working i need something stronger i need strategies to cope with this pain and she isn't doing that she seems to be relying on the cannabis because it's a very i'm not going to say easy solution but it's one that she has instant access to when she can get hold of the dealer and this has already landed them all in so much trouble where on earth is it going to end she really needs to take a step back and take a, a, get a grip on the situation because I'm not sure that she is at the moment and she's only really she's letting the pain control her life and yes of course it's very easy when you're not in that situation to look back and criticize and I I feel so bad for Izzy and all this and this is 
this is a situation in real life that many, many people are going through and they don't feel that the drugs that are being prescribed are working for them and they do want to rely on cannabis. But the problem is, is, is he has already had a terrible experience with cannabis when they gave her a very, very, very strong dose of it and she started having hallucinations when she was by herself in the flat. She's also got to look out. She's also a single parent to a young child. It, 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 this is going to get on top of her so quickly. And I think, uh, yeah, I think she's landed herself in a whole lot of trouble now. Yep, she really, really has. It's such a shame. It really is. Um, listen, let's talk about who we talk about next with Coronation Street, because there's quite a few things going on. I wonder... Well, Blackpool has been a thing this year, this week, hasn't it, as well? well because, you know, I was just uh... going to say that, but Johnny and... Um... What's her name? Jenny. Jenny. Now, what is happening there? Well, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, Jenny. Uh, Johnny took Jenny back to Blackpool so she could confront her past. Of course, if you if you've been watching Coronation Street as long as as long as I have, and no doubt you, Jill, as well, then you'll recall Alan Bradley um, back in was it the early was it the late eighties, early nineties? Now, goodness me, so long ago. But obviously, when he kidnapped uh, poor Rita, and then he ended up coming a cropper under a tram, and yeah, Johnny took Jenny back to confront that side of her history so she could try and move on and build a, a decent life for herself back on Coronation Street. In the meantime, of course, Sally and Tim had had a huge row about him booking them a holiday to Blackpool. So he ended up taking Kevin and little Jack. They were having a great time until Jack ran off and almost got squashed under a tram himself. And Jenny was the one to save him. So this history, the story has come full circle, I think, now. And hopefully Jenny can overcome her and she's also started to make amends with the Websters as well. It was a nice scene where we saw her making up with Sally and Kevin again, which is very good. And I hope she can move on now. But yeah, what is happening with Johnny and Jenny? I think they're a very good match, but both of them have got big problems in their lives as well. So are they going to be good for each other if they do get together? That's a big question. Well, that's the thing. Maybe they're the distraction that each other needs to be able to get through them. Who knows? Listen, it's the soap everybody's been talking about. Whether you're a fan of EastEnders or not, everybody knows that Peggy Mitchell has sadly passed away this week. Now, the, uh, the last episode was Tuesday when Peggy yep. actually died. Uh, what did you think of it? Loved it. Absolutely brilliant. Um, it's The problem is, is that when, so in case anybody hasn't seen it, and uh, I don't think it's spoiling it for anyone if you haven't watched it, um, Peggy returned to um, to Walford a couple of weeks ago. And um, we already knew from a few months ago when she made that one-off appearance with, uh, with Phil that uh, cancer had come back. She had breast cancer in the 90s and then it came back and it has spread. And, um, and it particularly had spread to her brain so she was having problems remembering things and situations and conversations that she had so while she was in the state that she was in this week she wanted to take control of the situation and end her own life nobody else was involved in this and i've seen in the press this week that uh, some uh, some uh, charities and and groups and campaign groups have said that uh, it's been promoting assisted suicide it, I don't I don't agree with that um, because Peggy took her own life. Nobody else was involved. And actually, we did see with the return of Grant, who we haven't seen since 2005, which is lovely to see Ross Kent back. But with the return of Phil and Grant, when they found out what Peggy wanted to do, they were desperate to talk her out of it. And they even went as far as taking Peggy's tablets off her as well they didn't know that she had her own um, supply of tablets and she ended up taking those instead. So 
I think this again with you know, talking about Izzy and her pain relief situation as well. This is a, a such a, a real life situation that so many people face on a daily basis, and I think the way EastEnders handled it, were, were giving both sides of the debate and the story, but not taking away from Peggy's situation, was absolutely brilliant. And I think right at the end, where we saw the return of the spirit of Pat Butcher to guide Peggy and to help her through her last moments, was absolutely wonderful. And it was so lovely to have Pam St. Clement back just for one episode I really really miss Pat Butcher do you know it, it really was lovely to have her back and I miss her too I really really do I mean usually I do find I have to admit I do find these ghostly coming backs in any program soap whatever a little bit corny um, but it was just very fitting and, and you know what a way for Peggy to bow out I thought it was great I really it really doesn't did. yeah I mean it doesn't tend to happen in our soaps that much which is good so I mean in Coronation Street obviously we had it with Jack and Vera and I thought that was wonderful that was the perfect ending for Jack and Vera of course uh, and um, and I don't think EastEnders has really done anything like this before, not to this level anyway. And But it was lovely to have Pat back just for that one episode. And I think it's something that we all wish we could have had because Peggy and Pat never really had the, those scenes together when when Pat died um, in 2012. So, yeah, it was, it was just so lovely to have that back. But obviously now from tonight onwards, we're going to have the aftermath of Peggy's death. And I think even though that Barbara Wins isn't in the show anymore, I think I think Peggy's influence is going to stretch on for a good while yet because we have got now of course the Mitchells versus the Hubbards and uh, there was a scene when Peggy was in the markets last week where she saw Claudette Hubbard and she recognised that woman instantly and there was no love lost between them and I think we're going to see the ramifications of that in the next weeks and months and I don't think we've seen the last of Grant either. Oh, that would be amazing if he hangs about. Um, I did like the fact that him and Sharon shared a kiss. That was brilliant. They didn't quite kiss now. Oh, did they, they not? Were about, oh, I thought no, they no, did. No, they were, no, they were about to. And then he just kissed her on the cheek instead. But we could see Sharon absolutely conflicted now. So she once again is torn between the two Mitchell brothers. Well, she clearly still loves Phil, even though they've just got divorced. But yeah, uh, having seen Grant for the first time in, I think it's 10, 11 years now. Uh, yeah, Sharon most definitely conflicted about how she feels about him as well. So yeah, really exciting. And I hope Grant does come back and I hope we see a lot more from this. Oh, amazing. Oh, do you know something? You've really buoyed me up just at the end of the show as well. <laughs> well, so... what we've got coming up in EastEnders, of course, is don't miss tonight and tomorrow because as well as Peggy, we've got Stacey and Martin's wedding coming up as well. But watch out for the Beale family. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my goodness. Yes, there's a lot happening with Bobby to come, isn't there? Mm -hmm. mm, okay, mm -hmm. David, thank you so much, you little tease you. Thank you so much for joining us on RNIB Connect Radio today. And obviously, if anybody wants to take a look at Inside Soap magazine, the brand new copy's out. We've actually got it in the studio here. My producer has been sitting, sifting through it the whole show when he should have been doing his work. Um, but it's a brilliant copy, as it always is. And uh, you can go out and get it now. If you can and want to take a look online, it's a fully accessible website. Have you got the web address? I do. It is insidesoap.co.uk. Brilliant. David, have a fabulous week and we'll speak to you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye.